0: Welcome. We're very glad to see you here today. I'm Nick Spitzer, co-director of the Kavli Institute for Brain and Mind here in uh, La Jolla. Uh, And uh, we have a wonderful program this afternoon. We're very happy that you're here to uh, uh, take it all in. Um, I want to say a few words about the uh, Cadley Institute for Brain and Mind as as we start. uh, In the uh, little over a decade that we've been in business, uh, we have been trying to bridge uh, across different disciplines associated with understanding the brain. And so, uh, as you can see here, uh, we are trying to uh, bring together uh, people interested in cognitive science, psychology uh, on the one hand, with neuroscientists uh, and neurologists on the other hand, to bridge what has often been a, a set of silos, uh, separating the people, of course, all concerned with the same uh, subject. Uh, uh, and uh, Rusty Gage, Fred Gage, uh, here uh, joins me as co director of the uh, KIBM. Uh, Ralph Greenspan is our associate director. Since the announcement of the BRAIN Initiative in April 2013, the KIBM has launched a series of further initiatives, uh, which are illustrated here, uh, beginning with the Center for Brain Activity Mapping. Uh, one of the big threads of the BRAIN Initiative uh, is to develop new technologies with which to map the connections within the brain, and this has been the focus of the uh, Center for Brain Activity Mapping. In addition, uh, Ralph Greenspan has reached north to Sacramento, to the legislature there, uh, and uh, achieved uh, funding in the state budget of the state of California for uh, CalBrain, uh, again a neurotechnology program uh, for the now entire state of California. Most recently, the San Diego Brain Consortium here in San Diego has worked to bring together people from across the San Diego region uh, to uh, work on understanding the, uh, the brain with new technology. In each of these cases, uh, the goals are achieved by providing grants to bring together people uh, and motivate them to work on these projects. The Whole process is made possible by the Kavli Foundation, to which we are very grateful. Uh, They, as many of you will know, uh, have been instrumental in uh, uh, pushing forward uh, scientific research in a number of fields uh, uh, noted here, in addition to neuroscience. I should add that they also fund some very Uh, uh, exciting prizes uh, every other year. And we're very pleased that one of the co-chairs of the symposium today uh, is uh, Carla Schatz, who was a winner of the Kavli Prize in Neuroscience uh, earlier this year. Bob Kahn, Robert Kahn, uh, formerly a professor and dean here at the University of California, San Diego, is now president of the Kavli Foundation. Myung Chun is the executive vice president for scientific programs, and together the two of them have done a great deal uh, to uh, push forward uh, uh, scientific research across a, a, a wide range of disciplines. I want to add that the structure of this symposium is based on a series of symposia that have been going on for a long time. Uh, This afternoon, uh, we are here together for the inaugural uh, Kavli Symposium presented by the KIBM, but the Carta Symposia, which I know are familiar to a number of you, uh, have really been a wonderful model for what we are doing here together today. Uh, And uh, they are are focused on uh, answering some of the big questions about human beings. Uh, Where did we come from? How did we get here? Um, Ajit Varki, uh, Fred Gage, Margaret Schoeniger, and Pascal Gagneux uh, run these symposia and we're very happy to acknowledge their participation in helping us with our inaugural event. This brings us then to the program for today, uh, the influence of early experience on the organization and function of the adult brain. This is a subject that's of great interest to to everyone in the audience, uh, and maybe there'll be some reflection back on our origins at earlier times. There was a a point uh, early in my career in which we thought that the uh, brain could be understood uh, either as uh, some aspects uh, regulated by uh, genes uh, and genetic programs, whereas other aspects of the brain's operation were uh, regulated by activity, electrical activity, Uh, and now we appreciate, and I think this will be richly illustrated today, that uh, genes and activity are uh, very much partners with one another. Uh, uh, and Nature and nurture are, in fact, uh, combined in these studies. Uh, So here will be some of the questions that we will be addressing during the course of the afternoon. How do the events of early development show up? Uh, What are the risks and opportunities of early development and their consequences for adult behavior? Uh, And finally, uh, does identification of some critical windows at early stages of development provide uh, opportunities for for us to reopen those windows at a later stage uh, in life? So with that, I'll turn the microphone over to Terry Sejnowski, who will give us a brief uh, introduction for uh, the opening of the afternoon.
1: We have a great group here today of speakers and a wonderful audience, Uh, so I'm really looking forward to all the talks. I want to first of all welcome you on behalf of the Salk Institute, uh, Rusty Gage, my colleague who is a co-director of KIBM, and uh, I'm also on the faculty here and at UCSD. Uh, So one of the uh, great privileges of being here at the Salk was uh, getting to know Francis Crick and uh, Francis told me the story once that I think it might be a good way to get uh, the symposium off uh, to, on the right foot. Uh, he was giving a talk to a late audience, and the question period came up, and one of the ladies in the front row put her hand up and said, Professor Crick, could you tell me what's the most exciting thing, discovery that's been made in neuroscience? And Francis thought for a moment and said, well, I think the most exciting thing that I can think of is that Neuroscience has discovered that the brain is plastic and she fainted straight away. <laughs> and that's really, uh, that's really the, the crucial mechanism for learning and memory is the fact that the, the brain really is responsive to things, experiences you have and as you'll see, uh, not just during the day but also at night. Now, uh, the, we've picked speakers to give you a, a broad spectrum uh, all the way from the molecules up to uh, the, you know the whole uh, coordinated central nervous system that is responsible for all the behaviors you have, all the thoughts that you have, and uh, the you know the, your hopes and aspirations, and that's really uh, again what Francis was uh, trying to get across in his book, the, Aston- the astonishing hypothesis. Another uh, incident: um, This is uh, Ramachandran, uh, who is a colleague at, now at UCSD, uh, and is also a, a very very uh, prominent neuroscientist. Uh, once got a call from Francis. Francis was writing his book, and, and Francis says, "Rama." I have just gotten back from my editor, you know, marked up first chapters, and she said that I ought to give it to a layman to read and, and get a feedback from a layman. Do you know any layman? <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're gonna make an effort to try to get, make our, our, uh, the science as accessible as possible. Thank you